Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi guys, you're very welcome to episode 20 of the T's and C's of Flight podcast. My name is Chelsea. And my name is Tyg. And this is for all the Irish out there who hear Americans say, Oh, I'm Irish. My grandmother's second sister's cousin's brother was from Mayo. I love Americans. I just want to start off because I know we have a lot of American listeners. So please don't come from me. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. We love you. We freaking love you, but boo. Jesus There's people that are claiming Some amount of Irishness Ah, It actually drives me mad You're like You're not Irish There is over 30 million Americans Who claim Irish descent We sent over a million We're good We're not that good lads Yeah (laughs) Do you know Why why Irish though Have you ever noticed It's always You never hear an American person Going I'm fucking Part Spanish well, you know what I mean. As in, like every time you go to America, you always hear that. It's like, where you're from, Ireland? Oh my, my! You're forgetting that there's a I'm, huge. I'm ten percent Irish. Yeah, but there's a huge amount of them that are like, I'm Italian American, so they do do it for other ones as well. Yeah, but like, just, I just think they sound they sound Italian American. They don't sound Irish American. I suppose it depends on how close to the top you are with it. Yeah. Anyway, we're going off topic. Welcome to the final episode of season one. Whoop, whoop. We are doing our Paddy's Day special because it is St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all our Irish listeners. I think we're all delighted St. Patrick's Day because not alone do we normally get one day off. We but this year, two this year, we've got a full four week, four day weekend. Nice. First time ever to have a four I day weekend. I can't wait. Savage. We're, Savage we're recording this advance and I obviously um, we're not doing it on the day but like no. oh my god I'm delighted yeah four day weekend happy days I know it's great but what we're going to do today is we are going to walk you through if you are not Irish or maybe if you are Irish that you're just kind of celebrating all of the stuff that makes us unique in the world that we get to have our own day in the middle of Lent the middle of Lent the middle Lent. of Lent <laughs> has Lent, Lent has started hasn't it Lent has started we're oh. in the middle of Lent so Jesus even a couple of weeks into... In, in Easy known, I haven't given up, given up anything for Lent, lads, because I've just asked, has Lent started? I've given up. 
I've given up something. What have you given up? I've given up trying. I just couldn't be bothered <laughs> anymore. Just given up trying. Like, <laughs> don't know what? I don't blame you. You know? <laughs> I don't In the blame year you. that it is, I've just given up. Yeah. Um, Like, even even the Lord himself came out of the desert for St. Patrick's Day. Just like, for, give us a pint. Give go us on, a pint. Go give on. us a drink. So, yeah, we are celebrating everything that makes us unique as a culture. Basically, a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> when you think about pretty it. Pretty much. But to be fair, Irish people are unique because there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of good things to be said about Irish people. Oh yeah, well, uh, great. No matter crack. where you go, like yeah, we we we're well, I mean, if you're in England, I'm sorry, but no, even the English, but loved even us. English still loved they us. They just happen to have that thing of you know, oh yeah, we we love you, mate, but we did come over and like take over for eight hundred years. Nothing you can do about it, mate. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Tyke? Tyke, mate. You right? You right, Tyke? Tyke, mate. Tyke. I've heard that. You one. Irish, you know, drink in yeah. Go on, mate. Go on, get pint. Go on, get pint. Go on, mate. No, but I feel like just I'm insulting everyone today. Why uh, not? Americans and now the British. Yeah. Why you do not? an English accent so well, though. So much experience doing it. Yeah. Do you know so? Who was that? That was your dad. I'm going to murder him. That was your dad. I'm going to murder him. And you know why, right? My sister's listening to the podcast and they'll know why. Dad just slammed the door. The amount of times, and I have evidence of it now, I the actually, amount of times he's given out to me about slamming that door. What, uh, are you trying to wake the neighbours with how hard <laughs> you're slamming that door? I knew it was going to happen because I, I looked at Ty, I seen his dad passing the door here and I seen him like swinging the door open and I just looked at Ty as if to say like, stop talking, stop talking, boom. Anyway, that's, um, that's true. Tradition number one: Your parents being hypocrites. Cheers! <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't let you away with anything inside in Slam, Ireland. Slamming doors, themselves. though. Slamming doors is a big one because my cousin he does it. Ushin does it all the time. Slamming the back door. And my Jesus, the doors going. Oh, oh, and he does, he, did, he, did, he, did he does a gentle that time. He does a gentle that time. Do you know what the other one is? And this is oh, another stop. Irish saying. Actually, is when you leave the door open. Oh, were you born, born in the field? field? Were you born, were you born in the field? field? Yeah. That's a massive one. I'm so, That's some, so at some stage, I'm going to be like, I don't even know where I was born. So. I just say that to Alvin Caroline's dog. Shadow, you'd be sitting in the kitchen and Shadow, Shadow knows how to open the door, but he doesn't know how to close the door. So Shadow would like jump up and like pull on the handle and open the back door. He'd stroll in, lie on the ground, you're like, you're born in the field, boy. Close probably, the door. He's probably looking at you going, I am a flipping dog. <laughs> I don't have... He's mastered opening the door. I don't have the finger ability to close that door, will you? Speaking of that, actually, I know this is completely going off topic, but did you ever see that uh, video that went viral of the cat that was like, uh, jumped up on the fence beside the door and then like, it started doing the knocker. You know, like the, n- the old <laughs> knockers, the actual <laughs> handle where you have to like bang on it? No way. There's a video going around of a cat. I swear to God, I actually have to show you after this. But there's a, a video of a cat that jumped up on the fence beside the front door and actually leaned over with her paw, grabbed the handle and started doing the knocker on the door. Stops for a second and then goes back and continues knocking. I'm like, I'm sorry, has anybody like given cats, this... Cats, you gotta give them credit. Cats like are they so are very fucking clever. clever. They know what they're so doing. So clever. Anyway, back to being Irish. Right, we're going to start you off with uh, as traditional as your parents slamming doors and giving out you for not, for when you do it. Uh, we're going to look at other Irish traditions. So hit me up, Chelsea. What Irish traditions have you got here? Oh, well, the first I'll, one is like I, I, I didn't even know this was just an Irish one. To be honest, I was surprised when I saw this one. Saluting magpies. Yeah, I'm very guilty of it. Do you know, the I rules? am a fuckerford. What is it? One, one, one for, for sorrow, sorrow, two for, for joy, joy, three for a girl, girl four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a story never to be told. That's what I was always told. There's two versions. There's another version. Everyone's like, no, that's not it. I'm like, well, that's what I was always growing up to be told. That seven was a story or, yeah, 
Seven was for a story to never be told or something like that. I'm I'm just wondering, like, what is there other combinations? Like, what if you saw a magpie and a raven? No, it doesn't make a difference. Or a magpie and a sparrow. Doesn't like, make a difference. One for sorrow, one plus a sparrow, uh, that's uh, rain on Tuesday. <laughs> no, don't think it works like that. Time. I'd love that. I, I would love when you see a when you see a magpie because a lot of people salute them, but a lot of people wave. I give them an old wave. You wave like woo. I usually try to salute, so I'll just give them a little. Have you? I used to know someone who, if they only saw one magpie, they'd be like, "The second one's in the bush. Give them a wave. Yeah, happy out." Yeah, but they always say, "Seen by two, never it'll never come true." Seen by two. So like, say if, say if me and you're in the car, which often happens, uh, you'll see me just salute and you're like, you saw a magpie and then you look. So I've already seen it. I've saluted it. But if you cop that I've seen the, the magpie, so say one for sorrow, two for joy. So say if I've seen one, one magpie, obviously one for sorrow and you've seen it, I'd be fucking delighted you've seen it because it won't Why? come true. Yeah, I was about to but say, if you what? see two magpies, I'm like, don't look, don't look, don't look because if you look, it won't come true. And that's when I veer into a ditch because I'm like, where am I? Yeah, <laughs> he's just adamant to see this fucking magpie. Yeah, it's a funny one. I don't. Yeah, other countries don't do it at all, do they? No, I don't think so. We just have a bugger load of magpies, though. I know. Jeez, they'd be all over the place. When I was living in Atlone, I used to travel over to work first thing in the morning, so I'd be leaving Atlone about quarter to seven or something like that to get to Tullamore first half seven. The road, there was like one specific road, was just full of magpies. Old magpie lane. It got to the stage where I was like, I am not saluting all you fuckers. <laughs> like I was saluting for a good solid month. I'd say every time I saw them, I was just saluting, saluting, saluting. You're just thinking you're all after that. Route. Yeah, and then after that, I was like, well, you clearly just live here, lads. I'm just like, forget about it. You're clearly the same amount of freaking magpies I'm, I'm not seeing every other morning. You every morning. I'm not saluting you anymore. I'm bored this shit now. Another very similar one. That's like the magpie, but it's probably not got as many rules attached to it. Is when you see a robin, yeah, that's another one as well. And that's what I'm big into that though. Yeah, I know. Because I remember you said it to me. You were like, "Do you believe in it?" But I seen it, and every time I see a robin, I genuinely do believe it's a loved one. I genuinely believe it's like my granddad or my grandmother's and loved like one that. that's passed away. And it, it genuinely it does put you at ease, especially if you're going through something. So like if I'm having a really bad day or something like that, especially if I'm having a bad day, and then I just automatically see a robin. I instantly have a smile on my face because in my head I'm like, oh, like it's my granddad. I automatically, I don't think of anybody else bar my grandmother and my granddad. Mm, I think also like... It's very comforting. When you see a robin or like, I know a lot of people in America, it's the same with like butterflies as well. They're like, if it's a specific color butterfly that they feel like they're going to come back as. Yeah. And like, I suppose it's if you see them in a in a place that you normally wouldn't see a robin. Like if yeah. they land on your windowsill and you've never seen a robin there before, you'd be like, "That's a sign." Yeah, yeah. That's a, I think Irish people are very big into that kind of belief. But it's stuff. A, it's a comfort thing as well, especially if someone has recently passed away. Yeah. Like say if someone recently passed away in your life and like you're still you know you're grieving and stuff like that for that person, but then you start to see the robin appear, whereas you mightn't have seen the robin appear before this, mm. and then you've unfortunately lost someone in your life, and then you start seeing the robin appear or a butterfly. Like when my grandfather passed away, we just saw butterflies mm. everywhere to the point where like the day of his funeral. There was a butterfly flying around in the church itself. Yeah. And it was just really... Cu- and everybody copped it. And everybody, even though we were all sad, we were all happy because it was just... Re- and what even made it more is the fact, like, in the church, you know, the way you have, like, the really, like, weird glass they have in churches and yeah, the windows. Yeah, the stained The stained stain glass. glass. So the light, the sun, like, shone... Through like, on it. Through one specific window. And it was just near enough around where the coffin was. And there was a butterfly flying around within no within the light. 
Unreal. So like, oh, my, a lot of people would have been like, oh, that's probably just a coincidence. And maybe so. But if you believe in it and it's comforting that I don't see, I don't, yeah. I don't think there's an issue with believing and in something also, like that. And also like, if you don't believe in it, you don't need to ruin it for someone else. You don't no, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't like ruin it for someone else because it genuinely could be a massive coping mechanism for somebody. A very, very Irish one here that I've not seen in any other country is about disturbing fairy forts. That's huge here. Do other countries have fairy forts? I don't know. I actually don't know. There's some amount of them in Ireland. Yeah, but they're a big thing in Ireland. I love I love seeing in Faris where they have little you, doors. the little fairy doors. I love that. I think that's cute. And do you know what that is though? That, I think that's really, really nice because there's a lot of parents that would do that. Mm. Especially like and get their kids more. to make one and take the door. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would make them, have, them, have the, the kid make the door and then let them pick a tree. Mm. For that door to go on, and then you could name name your fairy, name the fairy, and like even out in place. Where was that place I brought? I brought you. Where was that place I brought you for a walk? Um, where I got bit. Oh, the 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 B, wasn't it B? No, oh God, what is it called? I know at the tip of my tongue, I can't think of it. Must be the old bug. Yeah, why is? It? I don't know. Just you. Could, that is it Bora? Lock Bora. Lock Bora. There we go. Lockbora, Jesus, I couldn't think of it there. But out in Lockbora, like there's a lovely little forest you walk there, and like you've seen it yourself, full of fairy, like fairy, fairy doors. I think it's a great idea. Like it's nice, especially for little kids that would really. No, I'm not saying they're not real. I'm not saying that one bit. But I, I think the kids believe it so much, like more, and seeing the little faces, like oh my god, look at this, look it, at that, like they get so excited. It adds to the storytelling culture of Ireland. Yeah, definitely. Do you know? And yeah. that's good. Like you got it. Like I think that's a big, big thing. Is you want to keep the story side of Ireland. Yeah. It's what makes us so mystical and magical as a country and as a people. Yeah, as a country. I become very patriotic. Very, yeah, uh, very patriotic there. <laughs> Fucking hell. Another one we have as well is not, again, I didn't think this was just an Irish one, but apparently it is. Having an itchy nose means you're going to get into a fight. But every time that happens, I'm like, I get an itchy nose beside you, I'm like, slap my hand. <laughs> slap my hand. Because you, you don't want hand. anyone else coming up and landing a punch on you, is it? No, because if, so if, say, if me and you were together and then I get an itchy nose, I'd say, Ty, slap my hand because I don't want to get into a fight with you. So if you slap my hand, that means I'm not going to get into a fight with you. Does that make any sense? I can't, I don't, I, don't, I haven't slapped your hand in a while now that I think of it. Just no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but it's like when you get like a really random, my fucking nose is always itchy because I'm always sick for God's sake. But you know when you just like randomly like, oh, and you start like really like I, scratching your nose. It's like, oh God, my nose is going mad. Slap my hand. I always do that. I used to talk an itchy nose or was it an itchy ear was someone was talking about you. That's your ear. So that's okay. when your ear gets hot. So it's really red. It's like, oh. oh, someone's talking about me. Someone's burning the and ear off And then I think, yes, yeah. yeah, so someone's burned the ear off it. And then each, whatever ear is that's inflamed or hot, there's a specific person. So I think one's for your mother and then one's for someone else. I don't know why. Hold on, your mom gets an ear to herself? Yeah, your mom gets an ear to herself. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know what the actual like thing is, but... If one, I think it's is it your left ear. If 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 it's your left ear, your mom's give like your mom's talking about you, and if it's your right ear, I don't know. It's everyone else in the yeah, world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it everybody else? Well, I don't know. If for that's sure. the case, I'm glad to know. My mother's hardly ever mentioning me anywhere to anyone because my ears are grand. Like I've oh, never, my they'd never my be ears a red hat. Do be hopping, <laughs> hopping. <laughs> both of them. Who's I, your mom chatting to? Sometimes both of my ears would be going. I'm like Jesus. What's she giving out about now? That's the person that she's chatting to. Did you get the other ear? I'm telling you, <laughs> she's fucking giving out about something anyway. 
Another one we have as well is opening a window after death. So when someone dies, you're meant to open a window to let the spirit out. I find it fascinating how all different countries and cultures deal with that differently. Deal with that. Yeah. Like even the simplest thing between Ireland and England with how we deal with that. It's worlds apart. Like we yeah. do it very quick and swift, and yeah. it's like. But England's very we long. We rip a bandaid. I don't know how. Di- I don't know how people like in England deal with it. I won't be able to go four or five weeks with it. Like yeah. So like traditionally in Ireland, it's like the person passes away. You'll have the rosary that night. Yeah. You'll have a removal the second day, or a wake. Depending, the wake could go on two days. Yeah. And then the funeral is essentially on the third day. The third day, really. Kind of, that's the standard. Yeah. And it's like ripping a bandaid, boom, done and done. dusted. Yeah, it's done over, within like four days. Over in the UK, it's like a three-week wait. I think that's mental. I'm just like, what What are you doing? I don't know why that, that I, I, I don't get it. And really the thing don't. is, right, it's But like, it's in crematoriums quite popular, so to speak, in England. Oh, to be honest, I don't know. I've never had to deal with them over there. But I find it very interesting that like, yeah... You kind of, during that time period, because obviously I worked with quite a lot of different teachers and people would have had parents and siblings pass away and whatnot. And they'd, they'd miss the first week or so. But then they would be back in work nearly for the second and third week. Yeah. Before going off again for the funeral. And going so. back and, and grieving. I found that so strange. Yeah, but I'd find that very difficult because it would have happened. Pretending that everything's You're normal. grieving. You've got to go and like not pretend but like try get back to normal like you said go back to work do your normal life things and then it's like oh four or five weeks later it's like yeah we gotta go and grieve all over again yeah as in like it's like the fresh grieving point I would think if that was to be the case I'd nearly be spending all the first three weeks just not in work I wouldn't be going back in I'm like I'm not I'm I'm not going back in for the sake of it lads I'm not going to be back yeah, I Give won't be able to, to deal with the fact that it's happened and knowing like in five weeks time you have to bury that person or you have, like, I, I, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't sit right like. <laughs> but another thing as well, so you have the opening of the window. So the opening of the window is to let the spirit out. But another thing as well in Ireland, again, is you have to cover all the mirrors. So the two things. And you I only noticed mirrors. this. Right, so I noticed this big time. As, especially when my grandmother and my grandfather passed away. Um, you cover the mirrors. So, like, you cover them with a cloth or something like that so it's their spirit doesn't get trapped in the mirror. Oh. Again, this is a big Irish thing, so the spirit doesn't get trapped in the mirror. You cover the mirrors. It's just, I don't know, it's got to do with their spirits. If you, when the person passes away, you, it's only, I think it's only, it's only in that room. So, okay. whatever room, so say the wake, right? Let's just say the wake happened. You would cover the mirrors in that room. It's just so the spirit does not get trapped in the mirror and they can't get out. Could I can't, you, I can't pass on. Could you take on. the mirrors out of the room? Well, you could do that either, yeah, as long as there's no mirrors around you. And then another thing is you stop the clocks when the person, so the time the person passed away, you stop the clocks everywhere. Oh. Yeah, so like everywhere in that home or like, again, maybe maybe it's just my family. I I don't know. Definitely, I've never experienced But my family anyway, I haven't been to many funerals, thank God, in like my life, but like it's I just genuinely noticed a lot of stuff when it came to my grandparents' funerals that, like, when they passed away, they stopped the clock on the time, all mm. clocks on the time that the, that that person passed away. Interesting. And then you covered all the mirrors um, in, like, in that room so the spirit doesn't get caught. And then uh, we didn't we didn't do the mirror. We didn't do the window, though. We didn't open. As far as I know, we didn't open. I think the day, that, I think the day it happened, we, we did the... The window, but like in the wake, 
Speaking of, there goes a priest and a nun. Yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. That's so weird. I should, a- I should early ask him, John, what's, what's tradition there for... <laughs> Sorry, lads. We were just... We kind of went quiet there. We were waving. Um, <laughs> that's that's our housemates. <laughs> that's that's actually so random that we're talking about that and then a priest and a nun just walks by Who's the door. in the house? Jesus She's in the house. <laughs> oh but my yeah. god, we could not sound any more Irish right now. I we're know. doing a podcast, and then there is a there's priest a priest and a nun and in the a house. nun in the house. <laughs> Jeez, we couldn't really have invited them in. Could have, yeah, brought ah. them in for the chats. Talk about oh God no! Mug. I feel like if we got them started, we might we wouldn't. Never get yeah, we wouldn't be able to get them stopped, lads. But yeah, no, I don't know if that, again, if that's just maybe my family the way we deal with like like people passing away or if it's genuinely an Irish thing but I know definitely for sure that the mirrors is an Irish thing and um, the clocks as far as I know we used to have a tradition or at least I think it's still a thing it might not happen as much now because it wouldn't be that kind of community anymore but um, my granddad would have been a big drinker Okay, and I know certainly when he passed away there was this tradition that at the graveside everyone would have a drink in his honour oh at the at, funeral at the funeral so when he was wow. buried put into the ground the whole idea was like all the bottles like let's say you bring up 10 bottles of whiskey or whatever you get out a shot glass so you'd all have everyone small little cups drink, or whatever yeah. everyone has a drink but whatever alcohol is brought into the cemetery or into the graveyard has to be consumed it cannot leave afterwards so whatever's left over then you is pour there a reason you, why it can't leave uh, I don't know all I was told is whatever's left over has to get poured on the grave and that's, oh, a, drink, wow, really? and that's a drink for him then Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I've never heard of that now. And there, by God, I tell you what, when I might when hammered my, when my dad brought the whiskey into the graveyard, he was like, "Right, we are making sure this is finished because I am not wasting good whiskey." <laughs> He'd be hammered walking out the graveyard. Well, I think that now traditionally, like you would have had a lot more of it in the past. I was just gonna say now with the smart, whole drink driving thing, you'd be people smart are enough. Like, I'll have one, and that'll be it. If and even have half of one or something, it'd be a small drop, like or they'd get their partner to drive home or whatever. So yeah. Well, that's that, but that's in a way, it's not really a good thing if you've got a drinking problem. But it's a nice way because you're cheered, like you're cheered, what's the word? You're sending them off with a, a salute almost. Yeah, you're sending, yeah, yeah, exactly. I actually quite like that. That's actually quite nice. Never heard of that one. Another one we have is burning a candle in the window during Christmas. I think candles and Irish traditions is just everywhere because I think anytime you need a bit of luck, you normally have a relation to go, I light a candle for you. Yeah. So, burning a candle in the window during Christmas time means much more than just cute holiday decor for the Irish. The tradition dates back to colonial times as a way for Irish families to express their Catholic faith during a time when it was outlawed by British priests. Having a candle in the window meant the Irish Catholic priest could secretly visit the home. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. (laughs) More recently, it signals that the home is open and welcoming to others. And if the candle goes out before Christmas, it's said to bring back, bring bad luck to the family in the new year. And on a more lighthearted note, some Irish parents use it as a way to signal to Santa Claus that he could visit their home. Do you know what, right? I was actually always told about that, about the whole... No, I think that was when I like I lived with my aunt and stuff with the kids. She had the candlelight, and I was like, "Oh, now Santa knows where to go." So it's kind of like a like a beacon. Yeah, home and beacon. Like that's a welcoming home. I think there's kids in there, kind of kind of thing now. Modern kids are like, I'll just I'll just drop a pin on Google Maps. But now that I think that. about it, right? <laughs> now that I think about it, about the whole candle tradition, is that why there's people? You know, where you have now. I know my aunt and uncle, my aunt Caroline. She for Christmas she has. You know the tower candles, so it's like the standing oh, they, ones. They stack up and they, they come stack back up and, and come side. back down. Is that where so? that came from? Then I'm gonna assume so. 
I most, just literally, I just clapped that. Is most, that why people have them always in their windows? Must be. I mean, Christmas traditions, most of them come from the Catholic Church in some sort of way. That's very true. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. But I think, like, we're just a thing about uh, Irish people in general, just lighting candles for any sort of luck. You saw there, like, that. It was oh, the first person that gets my mind when I seen that was Ethan. <laughs> Every, I light a candle for you. I light a wee candle for you. You know? I freaking love it. It's just anything, anything between it could be a job interview, it could be something bad going on in your life, it could be the best day of your life, and you'll tell you'll, you'll tell Ethan and Ethan will be like, ah, just oh, I will light a wee candle for you. And if you, if I love it. If you've lost something, then and the candle won't solve it. Sure, look, a quick prayer to Saint Anthony. That'll sort yeah. it out as well. <laughs> and just another thing about uh, Saint Anthony. So if you lose something, they always say to say a prayer to Saint Anthony, which I always do. If I lose something, I'll always say, say a prayer to St. Anthony and I always find what it is. But they say, if you found what you're looking for because you said your prayer to St. Anthony or whatnot, you're meant to go into the church and light a candle for St. Anthony. So it's basically you thanking him. You had to hmm. light a candle. So it's basically just going in and saying, look, thank you for listening to my prayers, blah, 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 blah. I, f- I finally found what I was looking for. And then you're meant to light a candle for in aid of him. Because you know you go into a, ca- a, sh- uh, a church and you'd light a candle for your loved ones. And like it's that way, that's your way of, you know, remembering them and like um, kind of like bringing light to their lives that were like their lives, what it used to be kind of thing. Like, yeah. Whereas like if you say a prayer to St. Anthony and like you find what it is, your way of being like showing gratitude towards him. It's like you're going to light a candle for him, for Does, his life. Do you think he'd find anything you've lost? What do you mean? Like if you were like. Uh, I've often ha- dear, it's often happened dear to St. Anthony I've lost the will to go to work today any <laughs> chance you can help me out <laughs> 10 minutes later like do you know what I wouldn't mind going and now and doing a f- go flat out for the day no you'd just become rich you'd, you'd become rich you wouldn't have to go to work dear uh, St. Anthony I've, um, you'd be like more than you'd I've be like more than candles I've misplaced a million euro any chance uh, any chance to help me out with that one imagine that Look under the sofa. Boom, there you go. Imagine, it'd be like having a genie with three wishes. Oh my God. Imagine that. I'd be delighted with life. Yeah. So if you're out there, St. Anthony, hook us up, yeah? <laughs> hook me loud. up, bro. Sound loud. Help me. Help me. Another one we have is a bird pooing on you. Only the Irish would decide that if a bird shits on you, that's good luck. <laughs> yeah. So according to Irish superstition, a bird pooing on you or your car is actually good luck and is a sign of positive things to come your way. I always take it as a sign that you've parked too close to a tree. Why? Because there's just birds in a tree. Oh God, was that another one that went over my head? <laughs> <laughs> but the second I said that, Tyke's head just dropped as if to say, Jesus Christ, I'll see, for fuck's sake. It was like, yeah, I'll probably edit out the pause that was involved there. there was anybody a bit of a long anybody pause. that listened to the previous <laughs> episode of this podcast, I explain <laughs> how stupid I am. Or is it on the Patreon that you do that? What? I think I was on the Patreon. Was it where you go on a massive one? Where Tyke, it's not just on the... It's every day. Tyke will say <laughs> something to me as if like it's a pun or if it's a joke or something. And I won't catch Or just on. a general piece of knowledge or that just a general piece of knowledge. And I wouldn't... I genuinely like, I wouldn't have a clue what Tyke is saying. And then he'd say it and I'd be like, what? And then he's just like looking at me as a, like he's giving me a second to like figure out <laughs> what I said. It's like, I either have two choices. I either pause and just let, let he her... Just, yeah, he'd look, let her he'd have look time to me. figure out what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or I go, do you want me to explain that one? <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? No, because sometimes people are like, no, I'm not going to explain that one. I'm like, no, you're going to have to now because I feel stupid that I didn't know what you just said. <laughs> I'm so bad. Oh, poor Chelsea. 
<laughs> anyway, moving on, moving on. Next one I have is finding a, finding a comb on the floor. So in Ireland, there's a myth that you should never pick up a comb that you find on the ground because it might belong to the banshee. So the banshee is a female spirit in Irish folklore that signals death of a family member, usually by wailing or shrieking. Was she was she a hairdresser or something? So she was always like I don't know what it was about the banshee, but the banshee was always said to be like sitting on a rock, combing her hair. Of course, she, she had long jet black hair or something she like that, and she she was just sitting crying and screeching, just combing her hair. She was having a bad hair. So day. that's what they always say: if you see a comb on the ground, don't pick it up, don't yeah. touch it. Because someone will die in your family. I'm like, well, it, that's like the black cat. Okay. The black, pa- black Qu- cat. Fucking question. Does it have to be any kind of comb? Like, I think so. I think it's just any comb. Could it be like a fella's comb? That's still a comb. I don't know if it signifies that it's her comb. I don't know. But you're not meant to pick it up because it's a family member will die. Question. What? Right. If a barber drops a comb on the floor. That's different. This is if you but come it's on across. The floor. No, it's different because that's in the barber's possession. Whereas if you're just out and about going for a walk, going for a run, and you're in the middle of a fucking street or a park and you see a random yeah, comb on like, the floor. As in like if a barber drops it and then another barber goes to pick it up, is he in trouble? No. Like does the banshee the live barbers. by the five but does the banshee live by the five second rule? Oh my god. That's what I, like how long can a comb be on the floor before someone can pick it up? Oh my god. And I know you're gonna say it, but you don't know who's in possession of that comb. Yeah, but I'm talking about like in general. Yeah, but they're saying if you come across, if you come across a comb, that you haven't seen. So like, if you're on a barber's and the barber dropped his fucking comb, that's that's fine because you've seen him drop it. Okay, so if I see someone drop the comb, it's okay to pick it up. I think so because you know what's in that person's possession. You know who owns that comb. Does right, that what, make any sense? What if you decide to steal the comb? Oh my god! I just want to know the parameters around the rule for the banshee. Like, there's no parameters. Yeah, but well, there is one parameter. If you, if you want, pick if up you a comb, you're going to get dead. Yeah, you're going to li- die. Exactly. It if looks. you see a comb, regardless of the parameters or who wanted it, you want to pick it up, you pick it up at your own risk. Yeah, but like just you, don't say you just said a while ago that if someone, if you see someone drop the comb, you can pick up that comb and you're safe. I'm just saying. If so you see a comb, not pick I it up. Just, it's not I'm worth just the intrigued. Risk. I want to know, does the banshee It's just not like? worth the risk. Just don't do it. Yeah, she does. I would say, do you know what I miss? Banshee what? bones. They were great. Do you know they're not great though? I got them a Halloween and like the taste, it's like the snacks that just don't taste the same anymore. Yeah, but you didn't eat them again till December though, did you? <laughs> so like no, it's been a few months. <laughs> I'm a fu- no, this is when I actually got them and I actually ate no, them. You actually ate them at Halloween. I know, I'm a fucker for buying see, I'm just not a big junk food person. Yeah. So I'll buy junk food. Like come around and have like Christmas time. I bought Tiger tell you. I bought a shit ton of fucking junk food and I just didn't touch the fridges. Yeah, she's brutal. I don't know about you lads. I just I'm ladies. not a, I'm a sweet tooth, but I'm not a sweet tooth if, at the same time. If there's something in the house, I just can't leave it there. It has to be eaten. No. Like it just it doesn't survive. I can't do it. Do you know? There's potatoes so, still sitting there from Christmas. Jesus, like I I would say my aunt and stuff went and got like when me and Tyg when me and Tyg were isolating at Christmas my aunt and went like, and she got us a few bits and whatnot, and it was just complete junk food and it's <laughs> still sitting there I haven't touched it like yeah as I were to say I mean we, we couldn't pick up a comb but if there was a packet of crisps drop on the floor geez, I'd have that thing picked up before you'd know it like she'd hardly have touched the floor and I'd be whoop I know anyway next moving one moving on we yeah. got the uh, St. Bridget's Cross yeah go on protect your home there's rumours that uh, St. Bridget is going to have her own like day now a proper day like I know Apparent- it was already St. Bridget's Day but we're turning it into a holiday holiday yeah they're meant to be making it a hot like a bank holiday oh, that'd be great I think they are because they were given two extra bank holidays this year and it was debated whether to put it in February for St. Bridget's Day or put it in September oh 
because you have a bank holiday in August and you have a bank holiday in October. So they were pushing to see if they could put a bank holiday in September. I, I think, don't know. I think you should put one in February. And I here's think February my reason, as well, right? yeah. Everyone has Christmas and it's like yeah. great, fantastic. Then you have dry January and yeah. everyone's a bit miserable. St. Bridget's Day is the 1st of February. Yeah. I reckon you need whoom, a good good day there. Yeah. You've done, you've, you've got your like pay Because like from January to March, it's a bit of a drag. Other than Valentine's Day. No, but as in but bank for some people, they don't even enjoy that. Bank holidays, like. Yeah, but in general, but like, any day is a celebration, do you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking St. Bridget. You know, fair St. Bridget. Let's, let's put it in there. <laughs> the way you said that, St. Bridget. St. Bridget. And like she, she deserves her day. I, I'm sure she, she was. A day. She was very well known as well for Wells, wasn't she? Yeah. So like, I mean, it would only be fair to have the drop, have an old uh, a drop and wet the wet the lips. Wet the lips for for yep. Saint Bridget. Yeah. She want to be delighted. Yeah, I used to love making the crosses in school. Oh my god, that's all I did in primary school. So artistic, school. just making all you do in straw. primary school. Yeah. Yeah, like I think she deserves the day. Ah, anyway, she does. I reckon give it to her. Let's have a chat about these crosses. Anyway, so. The ancient Celtic year was marked by four major celebrations that we all have survived in some shape or form in modern Ireland. So Beltane, which now I'm probably going to butcher these. Beltane. See, this is Beltane. Pronounce Irish words. Beltane, Lunasa, Sauen, and Imbloch. There you go. Boom. You should have read this out because I'm shocking at Irish. I did go to Gaelic school. To be fair. Well, see, there you go. You went to Irish school. I didn't. Originally celebrating Bridget, a pagan goddess of spring. Imbolach was so loved by Irish people that the Christian church chose that day as the feast day of St. Bridget. To this day, Irish people all o- of all ages mark the celebration by crafting an in- intricate cross traditionally made out of rushes. This cross is then hung above doors to guard homes from evil and it's a staple Irish tradition the rest of the world might might find weird. I don't find that weird at all because... I actually think that's a nice thing to have. Like, I think that's how ha- I think it's a nice way to incorporate a certain day in Irish culture is to hang like, for uh, especially in schools, like kids making the cross in schools, and you're explaining to them this cross. You go home now, and you're going to hang that on top of your door. It's going to protect your family. Do I think know, it's a nice thing. Like, do you know what I like about this more than anything is that like it was started before the church. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like, as in, like it's got nothing to do with religion. Is that what you mean? He, well, it, like, it, well, it was, I suppose, a bit because you, you obviously had like the Celts, like they, they were the ancient Celts. They started the whole tradition of celebrating four major events. Yeah, but like, as in, like, you mean it's not solely around. It's not solely yeah. based around religion because everything is. And I think that kind of more celebrates Irishness rather than anything else. Yeah, I agree. Do you know, so I'm like, I'm big on this one. Now, the St. Bridges Cross, I know the whole story about it was the fact that she, like, do you know some of the stories behind the St. Bridges? I know a few, just but that's purely from school though. So obviously you had the cross itself is representing her telling the story of Jesus on the cross. Yeah. Um, But you also had her discovering the wells. Yeah. I can't remember the full story about that one. And then there was the one about the blanket. Did you I, hear that one? I don't know about a blanket. So then. there was a landowner who had a large amount of land and St. Bridget came to him and said, I would like a bit of land that uh, we could use to build a church on. Okay. And the landowner said, "I tell he obviously didn't want to give away the land too much to the church, but he was like, I tell you what, I'll cut you a deal. But he obviously didn't want to be in the bad books either. He said, you've got a an old blanket there. You can have as much land as that blanket covers. Oh wow! So she took out the blanket 
and it was like a measurement and unfolded and unfolded and it became so big that it created a huge large area for them to build a large church on wow and that was considered one of her miracles that her the blanket just kept unfolding our blanket grew in size to give a large enough space for a full church to be to be built wow boom Alleg- allegedly 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 well there you go now, I don't lads. think St. Bridget is going to be right uh, going actually I didn't do that <laughs> a little bit of knowledge there about our own St. Bridget good old St. Bridget girl yep. fair play to her so those are some of the big traditions that we would see but let's talk about like little Irishisms things that us Irish people do very randomly Irishisms nothing may possibly possibly not done to like any sort of Previous religious tradition or Celtic tradition, As just in, like, random, for no apparent reason, just yeah, things yeah, yeah. that we do. Go for it's it. It's just an Irish thing to do. So the first one we have is thanking the bus driver. Yeah, I can't get I off the bus without saying it. I have got cheers. Thanks very much. I Thanks have, very much. I have a question for you. Think of a video. Think Please tell video. me you know the video. The second I when I, when I say to you, thanking the bus driver, what's the video? The viral video that comes to your head. I don't have it. <gasps> you don't it. know it. No, when go the, for it. The elderly lady is getting off the bus and she's like, "Thanks, bus driver." Bye. Bye. No, you don't know that. Not seen it. <gasps> you have got to be kidding me. I'll have to Google it it's afterwards. A vi- I mean, this video is the funniest shit ever where this like, lovely elderly lady. Is she like, Irish like? Uh, no, I think she's British. Okay. But she's getting off the bus. The bus driver's dropping her off. And she's like, thank you, bus driver. And he's like, no problem. And she's like, thank you. And he's like, no problem. And she's like, bye. Oh, and over then and back. Just, it's over and back. Up. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye. And it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I and think. She's just roaring. Bye. As she's getting off the bus. And it's fucking brilliant. I think it's like tanking the bus driver is very much an Irish and UK thing. But not even bus drivers. Taxi drivers. Anyone. Anyone, anyone. that's giving you a lift anywhere. Yeah. It's just a. It's it's good manners, lads. To, yeah. To be polite and I always find as well, say if you're with a friend or, I d- again, I don't know if it's an Irish thing, but maybe it's just a common, like, a, a, a mannerism thing to have. It's like if you're with somebody, so say like if I'm with you or if I'm with friends or something like that and somebody give us a, gives us a lift or I'm staying in someone's house kind of thing, I'm very much personal. Thank you for having me. Mm. Thank you for appreciate that or something like that I've always find myself you normally buy them a gift as well if you're staying at their place yeah I, d- I don't know what it is but even if I'm like at a, a party or anything like that and I'm not just any other like my own family as well I'd be like thanks so much for having me I don't know I just think it's good mannerisms to because at the end of the day these people are inviting you into their home kind of and I think that's it's nice to be like you know what thank you for ha- like letting me be here mm. speaking of parties though you got to do the Irish exit the Irish just, exit. Yeah, it's when you're at a party and you just disappear without telling anyone. Oh, yeah. And go home. I'm off, lads. See you later. Down to Apache to get a pizza. Look. Oh, I'd love an Apache pizza. Or a sneaky Mackey D's. <gasps> oh, you're making me hungry now. I'd love a Mackey D's. Oh, I was about I'd... to say, well, I'd say, we are probably in time for a bit of food at some stage. So is that, is that, does that mean we can get a Mackey D's? Oh, yeah, we'll wait and see. Sure, look, we'll wait, and, we'll wait and see what comes of it. Anyway, next one we have is attending funerals and paying respects at funerals of people we don't even know. It's more like people you know I think because I, of the people you're friends with. Or, yeah, but if you take into consideration the older generation, so like, oh, I would geez, find they'd like... they'd be flat out of funerals. They would, Jesus, sure, and fucking going Jimmy there down the road, now he passed away, should make go down and pay my respects. You wouldn't even know the person. You would have heard the person. You would yeah. have, as in, like, especially in like here, like you think about abandoned. Abandoned are very in the community. Yeah, so abandoned is quite a close knit community. If somebody passed, I I reckon if someone 
well no one around the area passed away your dad would be at the funeral your dad, oh, sure. your dad would go and pay respects and dad are flat out at there you go constantly mam would be on R.I.P the close in the community mam about 8 o'clock in the morning every day checking the obituaries R.I.P.I.E <laughs> who's after dying locally do you know it's probably one of the biggest modern African Irish traditions they've does learned any, does any of the Cork radio stations do the obituaries yeah is it C103? Red FM and C103 both do it. Stop the lights. I think C103 I thought it was just definitely. Midlands 103 that did obituaries. No, Jesus, no. C103 now. Oh, this person stayed in this area and that fella on this one and sure didn't know Peggy there fall down a well. Oh, sure she's after kicking the bucket My too. grandmother would be glued. It would be like, shh, shh. She, you, you wouldn't hear a penny, a penny drop in the house because she'd be so, like, it would just be complete silence when the obituaries came on the radio. She'd want to know who died. <laughs> It was fucking brilliant. Very important to know. Oh, it was. Especially that generation, like my grandmother's generation. They were big, big. They needed to know. Because it could, could have been a friend. Could have been someone who went to school. They'd have the hand shaking off you outside <sighs> in the funeral as well. Ah, no. Do you know the worst bit, right? I've obviously been to a couple of funerals at this stage. Now we've all, we've all had that stage where you've had a couple of deaths in the family. Yeah. Um, And like, just, you'd have people coming up you've never met in your life. And they'd shake the hand off you and they'd be, just off that, just off that. Oh, what do you say? All you can say is thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I Thankfully, I've never been in that situation where I've had people having to come up and pay condolences. Now, it was very uh, slim when it came to my grandparents. So, like, the grandkids weren't really in the room. Mm. Um, when it came to the wake, it was mostly the, the, the kids and stuff like that that were in there and the brothers and sisters and whatnot. Mm. But grandkids were kind of floating in and out of the room I get you really so it was only when you were in the room people would come up pay respects only the old generation of grandkids if that makes any sense but like like, even like at the funeral you'd still have which I find is too much can I just say for our family so when you have a funeral in the family you have the wake so people come to pay their respects all that sort of stuff I feel like it's nearly too much on the family on the day of the funeral that when the funeral's all done in the church people then still come up and pay their respects once again I feel like that's a lot on the family do you not think so? Yeah, I, do you know what it's because people are late they can never get Irish people are very late for stuff yeah I just feel like it's a lot like especially on the day of the funeral because you know this is their kind of final farewell I feel like there shouldn't be any of that maybe after the kind of burial and all that's done but I just feel like it's a lot on the family in the church Stop it Get some help Irish dancing Ever did it? I did when I was younger and I loved it and I'm do you know what the older I get the more I'm actually annoyed at myself that I didn't continue to do it because I know I would have done so well with it I think I was just kind of like why are you forcing me to do Irish dancing? I don't want to do it. But now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, why didn't I stick with it? I could have had great legs. Well, could have like, had mighty legs. Could have great quads. Yeah, you've got grand legs, girl. Don't be saying that about yourself. <laughs> I would have fucking mighty legs, though, if I still got Irish dancing. <laughs> you did oh, Irish yeah. dancing, though. Yeah, I did. I did it growing up. Mum and Dad loved the fact that I used to do Irish dancing. And did you I like it? hated it. Oh, was, did you? Don't get me wrong. I was good at it. And I'd say that's probably why I'm able to do half the dances I can do now. But like I was, I was playing rugby at the time as well. Did and you do I it for long? I was so conflicted. Like I would normally have, like when we were in there, oh years. Did you? Couple, yeah, yeah, at least two, three years. Like nice. And I'd say I was just like, I don't want to be here. Take me somewhere else. I've got a rugby game tomorrow. <laughs> do you know? Yeah, but think about it. You had the best of both worlds there. You were doing a good manly sport and. A good bit of nice manly dancing. I was about to say you said dancing. Is oh manly. no, no, no! That's what I actually <laughs> find. Well, now, anyway, I don't know. Maybe 
it was because things were it was more girls doing it back then mm. there's so many more guys doing it's Irish become, dancing it's, now it's become a bit more mass- mainstream and I think Korja and the Gardner brothers are after kind of leading oh the way oh my with god that. god they're going the, all over the Cor- world yeah. with it like. Korja and the Gardner brothers are insane like those lads can dance some following some following oh my goodness well. they've been on like American news everything especially Korja they've oh, been on they've, everywhere they've danced at the F1 in, in Bahrain yeah. um, or Abu Dhabi or someplace. they were out for the Ireland versus France game over in Paris they've danced at that oh they're flat out the whole time yeah I think if anybody here has kids get them into Irish dancing Come into any dancing. Get to any Just teach dancing. them how to have a rhythm. There's nothing worse than seeing someone on a nightclub <laughs> dance floor no that has no rhythm and they're awkwardly bopping and they're out of time it's with really everyone. Really uncomfortable. And you're oh like, God. ah, you're luck. I can't. I can't. For someone who, because like I took a change. I'm raging. Like I actually am raging that I, st- I didn't stick with the Irish dancing, but I think it was because in my head from a, lo- a young age, I just wanted to do like contemporary jazz, hip hop. That was my. And I still do. That is my, especially contemporary jazz. I freaking love contemporary jazz. Um, but now, like looking back and I'm seeing the likes of Korja and the Gardner Brothers and Riverdance and all that, like all over social media. I'm like, why? That could have been me. That could have been me. And the, and the problem now is like there's very few adult dance classes. It's very hard to None, get into None. And it's an so frustrating. I have been looking for years. I was doing that. I was doing dance classes right up to the age of 22, 23. And then it just the dance the dance school that I was with at the time she shut down, um, which was f- completely fine. And I would have done a lot of like reggae dance and that kind of stuff with her, um, and like dance hall and stuff like that. I loved all that. But then she shut down, and then I was trying to find another dance class from my age. But like, mm. there's no classes. Well, in Ireland anyway. Well, I don't know about Cork or anything like that. But like from like an athlete, there's zero. They're all for kids, whereas like the dance classes that I want to do, which is the contemporary dance and the the, the hip hop and all that kind of stuff, that's all in America. Like I need to go to, to England. England has loads of dance classes from my age group, 27, 28 upwards. Whereas in Ireland, they're There's all from the age of 18 down. It's a shame because that's like so there annoying. is actually very little at times for adults here in Ireland. It's like the, the pub is like the only place. And there's just nothing else. Yeah. There's very few classes or extra hobby stuff that you can pick up mm. like that. You're just kind of going, I just love to have that kind of thing here. Yeah. And, and do you know what? I would kick off. Have. It just takes for someone to come around and say, look, I'm doing a dance class for women the age of fucking all age. Yeah. All age. Should over, be over. over the age the of only 18. classes that are available, dance classes that are available for women of all age, Zumba. God's sake, like, and that's an exercise and I've, class. And do you know, I, I sure, like, it's the only reason I signed up to do Zumba after the dance cl- the dance school shut down that I was with. It's the only reason I signed up to do Zumba at the time is because I was doing some form of dancing. Yeah. And even at that, I was like, I don't want to do Zumba because I people are here to, like, not being funny, for fitness reasons, to to lose weight, to do that. Whereas I'm like, I'm purely here because I just want to dance. dance. But it's not the dance I want to do. So that's why I was like, no, I'm going to come away from that. And I've just been dancing on my own. Like, as in like, like on TikTok or when I'm on my own, I'll like stick on my headphones and I like learn dances myself. But it's so frustrating because I'm like, I'd love to just go to a class fucking like once, twice a week. Because that, that would be me. Like, that would be my fitness and my fucking kind of hobby all in one. So if anyone out there happens to know of any uh, adult Irish dance classes, or not even da- Irish, but any dance classes any dance for classes. Irish people, 
for women, adults. yeah, for adults, not kids, like not teenage girls, for adults. Feel let free me know, to, uh, yeah, send in the message and let us know because Chelsea is desperate for. I'm them. fine, desperate for that. Flat out. Love a bit of dancing, I do. Right now we have like kind of gone through like uh, some of like the kind of more popular Irish kind of traditions, kind of things that Irish people do, but. We have some Irish scenes. So very popular. Yeah, to finish us off. If you're not Irish, here are some phrases you can take <laughs> away. And we're going to explain what they mean because there's a lot of people that would hear an Irish saying and go, I have no idea what you just said. So the first one we have is cop yourself on, will you? So if you were told to cop yourself on, <laughs> it means you need to stop messing, stop <laughs> stop acting the maggot. Get, get, your, get your life together. You need to stop being bold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it means oh, stop would. being bold. If you if there was a kid messing around where like if they're being bold and they're messing and you need them to stop being bold, you'd be like, cop yourself on. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Here's one that you always say, come here to me now. Come here to me now. Come here to me now. That means just come here to me now. You always say that all the I time. How would you even explain? Come here to me now. And, see that could mean two things. That could mean as in, like just come here. So if you're over like at another end of a room, you could say, Come here to me now. Or if someone's like Saying something. Your your that first one is in the literal. Come here to me now, and yeah. then the other one is more like a. Let me explain this. Yes, that's it. Let me explain. Come something. here Let to me, me now, <laughs> till I <laughs> sort out because you're acting the maggot. You, you need to cop yourself say that. On. Come here to me now. Next one we have is getting the shift. Oh, sneaky old. Very small. popular saying back in the the disco days. Back what in the disco Not disco, disco Not the disco, 70s disco, <laughs> He's cool. not Disco as in like Teenage discos Back in the teenage discos yeah, Getting yeah. the shift Yeah that's what I meant no, I don't mean back in the 70s When you're doing like Freaking Disco dancing Like I don't mean that like With the what? afros We're talking about Being a teenager Yeah Going up to some random Fella or girly like me <laughs> See my friend over there You shift her Will you shift them <laughs> yeah. Will you shift me Next one we have is having the crack. Sure, aren't we only having the crack right now? I am only having the crack. We're, 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 we're that's having all, a That's laugh. all we do, Ty. We're so having like, a laugh, mate. We're, <laughs> we're having bants, innit? Innit, mate? That's what the English would say. <laughs> Here's one that I sometimes end a podcast with. Mind yourself. Mind yourself. Mind yourself, lads. Mind yourself and mind everyone around you. So it's kind of like just look, take care of yourself. Acting the maggot. Already explained that one. Yeah. So we're good to go. Just cop, just cop on. Cop on yourself, lads. Next one, slauncha. Slauncha means good health in yep. Irish. So basically, if you're having a drink with someone at the pub, you give a little salute and go slauncha. Slauncha. And then you can have your pint of peace. Next one is starry horse. Starry horse. Starry horse. It's like a greeting. It's like saying hello. Yeah. Um, is that a cork thing? Yeah, starry horse. A, yeah, it is a cork Although one. I think cork is more changed now to starry kid. Yeah, I'm hearing that a lot. Starry kid. Starry kid, what's crack? Yeah. Here's one that your dad says all the time. We're now we're sucking, sucking diesel. diesel. Yep. Oh, you, like you're you're going nowhere if you're not sucking diesel. Yeah, that probably sounds really wrong to I someone who wouldn't understand what it means. I but I it means kind of like, oh, we're now we're working. We're, we're get, yeah, we're, we're getting, getting there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. probably why electric vehicles haven't taken off in Ireland yet. Why? People are too flat out sucking diesel. Oh my God. <laughs> when you actually say it, it sounds wrong. What? Like, we're sucking diesel. We're sucking diesel now. So that's what the engine's doing. She's sucking in diesel. <laughs> Next one we have. Now, it wouldn't sound right. Tesla Tesla needs to come up with a new slogan that we could use. Ah, uh, don't even give a start on Tesla. You know, because we're, we're sucking diesel. You know, like that. that's well implanted. It doesn't sound right. You're going, now we're using electricity. Oh my God. It doesn't have the same ring. It doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, it doesn't really take off, you know? does it? Yeah. So, Elon, Elon, if you're listening, sort, sort that out. Sort it out, man. Sort, sort it out. Sort it out. Cop yourself on. <laughs> Next one is shite in a bucket. 
How yeah. would you explain that? You're nothing but shite in a bucket. Yeah, so I mean, you're full like, of shite. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're. Again, going back to like the whole. You're exaggerating. Yeah, ah, you're exaggerating. You're but it's more like it's more of an insult. You're yeah, but then again, if, if I you did were something, I'm like, ah, shite in a bucket. Like if I did something that I shouldn't have or I made a mistake, I'm like, ah, oh, shite in a bucket. See, I wouldn't use in that manner. If I like, no, but some people that, do. The way I've seen it used is as an insult. You're nothing but shite in a bucket. Like just yeah. means like. If you had a bucket and it was filled with shite, <laughs> it's not exactly pleasant, is it? And if you're nothing but that, I think it's fairly self-explanatory, it's to be right, honest. Yeah, like, I mean, if you can pitch that in your head, it's not very pleasant. Now put that on a person. We all know someone who's, uh, who's shite in a bucket. Shite in a bucket, yeah. I think I've said it about 10 times now, but <laughs> Grant, I've, I've, I've passed, surpassed my quota of curses in this podcast. I think so. I, I think so. The next one I have is I say it all the time. Oh, Christ on a bike. Yeah. I, I don't know whether it's supposed to be done as like... I always say... I, when I say like Christ on a bike, as if to say like, oh, for Christ God's sake, like... I would always take Christ on a bike as a bit of a surprise. Christ on a bike. You would you? Yeah. No, I won't oh, say Oh, Christ on a bike. Now. It's like... If someone's saying it's something... Unexpected. Like, like, it, it's unexpected. It's like... Like, look at them going, oh, for God's sake. Like, whatever. That, that's my way of saying like, oh, for God's sake. It's like, oh, Christ on a bike. Mm, yeah I suppose I, I think it depends on the tone you say it in as yeah. well yeah I think it depends on the tone you say it in as well I think for me like it was it was just more about the element of surprise that like if you were surprised by something you go oh Christ on a bike yeah because the last thing you'd See, expect your tone you were, was a lot different yeah, to yeah. mine so like, I would take it as like you know you were like if you were walking down the street and you just saw Jesus there on, <laughs> on a bike <laughs> like on one of the, on a race on a, on a race bike you know flying past you yeah. hair going looking windswept and interesting you'd be like Christ on a bike. <laughs> Do you know? Last so one. It would surprise you. The last one you have is stereo. Stereo, bye. Stereo. So literally, slap explanatory, just stay of you. Yeah, you're just, you're not you see, looking good. You see someone, just, just, just not good. You're more, you're most likely said to like a really close friend or to like a family member just Jesus, to piss the them state off. Of you're like, you. What's after happening? Absolute stereo. The head on you. The head on ya. I should have put that in there. The that's head a head on ya. The head on ya. Woken up and your hair's into the middle of next week. Yeah. That's all. I, if I ever wake up, I look in the mirror, I see my reflection, I'm like, Jesus, the head on me. To the banshee. Yeah. <laughs> She's looking back at me. Where's my comb? Yeah. <laughs> we hope that you've enjoyed uh, learning all about Irish in some sense. We didn't really get to. We didn't really go into like the mad full history of Irish. We'd love at some stage to talk about the folklore, the stories. Because yeah. Ireland has so many stories. We're great. We used to be known as great storytellers. Now we just have a we lot of podcasts. Are. We still yeah. are known for our storytelling. I'd love to talk about Fionn McCool and the Salmon Knowledge. Well, we could do that again in season two. Oshina and Grania and Tyrion. We didn't get, unfortunately, we went on a bit of a tangent there. Next year, why not? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out and do it again for sure. But we hope you uh, had a good St. Patrick's Day. I hope you're out in the sesh, lads. We hope that you've had a shamrock shake from McDonald's. Yeah. Um, And if you are on the sesh, be safe, please. I'm not encouraging encouraging it, but just be safe. Cop yourselves on. Cop yourselves on. All right. Get a few few good ones in, yeah? Yep. Slauncha. Slauncha. And make sure you're sucking diesel. <laughs> Mind yourself, lads. Christ on a bike, we're see finished. Ya. We'll see, see you in season two. Good luck. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.